G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we like to check in on breaking news as it's coming from Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has been across the headlines again this week. Back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the headline. Prime Minister Lapid says Israel will need to react to the dangerous Russia-Iran ties. What are the headlines reporting? Israel is growingly concerned by the closeness between Russia and Iran over the supply of drones manufactured in the Islamic Republic to attack Ukraine and is, as a result, holding daily assessments to review its position Prime Minister Lapid said, part of the work we're doing has to do with the very dangerous closeness that's being created between Russia and Iran, he told the Jerusalem Post. It's not something we're going to ignore or do nothing about. Lapid said Israel is holding close consultations with the Americans about the developing situation. Recently, he spoke by phone with Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kabila, and the issue came up. Iran has supplied Russia with scores of drones, including suicide ones, that have been used to attack Ukrainian civilian centres. Ask what is holding Israel back from providing Ukraine with missile defence systems, Lapid said he was balancing two considerations. One is, we're on Ukraine's side. We're supporting them. We just voted at the UN General Assembly telling the world that we will never accept the annexation of the four regions of Ukraine by Russia. We're still the only country in the world that built a field hospital in Ukraine. The other consideration is making sure Israel's national security interests are being protected at all times. Let's move to another headline, Ron. The former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has slammed Australia for dropping recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Uh, What's this one about? Yeah, this is a major headline in Israel. But when he appeared last week on Fox News Channel, former Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu criticised Australia over its decision to drop its recognition of Jerusalem as the Jewish state capital. Newscaster Brian Kilmeade asked, what's your reaction to Australia doing this? Netanyahu replied, it's absurd, a denial of history. Jerusalem has been the capital of the Jewish people for 3,000 years. It was made so by King David. Denying history is denying reality. I was very glad when President Trump recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital and moved the American embassy there. It will remain Israel's capital with or without Australia, taking a flight from reality. Too bad. Jerusalem is our capital. Okay, now let's move on another headline. The Israeli High Court has rejected an appeal against the Lebanon Maritime Border Agreement. How's this one look? 
the High Court ruling will allow us to advance the important agreement on the maritime border with Lebanon in the coming days, Israel's Defence Minister Benny Gantz said after that decision. A special meeting has been convened for the Cabinet to vote on the agreement at the Prime Minister's office in Jerusalem tomorrow morning. Earlier this month, Israel and Lebanon announced that the two had reached an historic agreement. Israel Prime Minister Lapid hailed the agreement as an historic achievement that will strengthen Israel's security, inject billions into Israel's economy, and ensure the stability of our northern border. Another headline around the tensions between Iran and Israel. Top Israeli officials claim the army has destroyed 90% of Iranian operations in Syria. In recent years, Israel has almost entirely stopped Iranian entrenchment into Syria, as well as stemmed the transfer of weapons to its proxy militia, including Hezbollah. In the country, the Jerusalem Place was reported citing local Israeli officials. The Israel Defense Force have also thwarted Iranian attempts to manufacture arms on Syrian soil and build bases there, two key goals of late commander of the elite Iranian Quds Force, who was killed by the Trump administration in 2020. Syrian state media reported Israeli missiles struck targets near Damascus International Airport last Friday the first such attack in over a month. We're on another headline, Israel to spend 18 million US dollars to build the Albert Einstein Museum in Jerusalem. What's happening? I'd love to be on plane to get there. The Israeli government on Sunday approved an $18 million project to build a museum in Jerusalem which will display the entire archive of the world-renowned physicist Albert Einstein. The Albert Einstein Museum will be built on the grounds of the Hebrew University of Jerusalem's Safra Campus for visitors to study his archive, which will be accessible in a digital format. The museum will also serve as a centre for scientific and technological education, including the use of scientific demonstrations and original documents, the Hebrew University said. And uh, let's finish off with uh, this one. Interesting, talking about Christians. A Gatestone Institute report says the West has systematically turned its back on persecuted Christians. Uh, What's this story reporting? This is a very much in-depth report, and I'm going to give you a brief bit. Although the US government had acknowledged that ISIS was committing genocide against Christians in Syria due solely to their religious identity, It took in only those who, by definition, were not in any way being targeted by ISIS, Sunni Muslims, with whom ISIS, a Sunni organization, identifies and does not attack. You have this absurd situation where the scheme is set up to help Syrian refugees and the people in most need, Christians, who have been genocided, they can't even get into the UN camps to get food. If you enter and say, am I Christian or a convert, the Muslim UN guards will block you from getting in and laugh at you and mock you and even threaten you, saying you shouldn't have converted. You're an idiot for converting. You get what you get. Words to that effect, said Paul Diamond, British human rights lawyer. 
the UK Home Office ridiculed an Iranian female asylum seeker in her rejection letter by writing, You affirmed in your asylum interview record that Jesus is your saviour, but then you claimed that he would not be able to save you from the Iranian regime. It's therefore considered that you have no conviction in your faith and your belief in Jesus is half-hearted. She later said her home office interviewer was either chuckling or maybe just kind of mocking when he was talking to me. He asked me, why, did Jesus, why didn't Jesus help you from the Iranian regimes or, or Iranian authorities? Meanwhile, as the few Christians who seek asylum are highly scrutinized and presented with obstacles, millions of Muslim asylum seekers are taken into the West without any difficulties. I'd suggest that people want to go into the in-depth study, go to gatestoneinstitute.org. Gatestoneinstitute.org and uh, to look for that report. And with as many as 360 million Christians under high levels of persecution around the world, it could be an interesting one. Ron Ross has been scouring those headlines. Ron, thanks so much for a great update once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.